0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, beloved. First of honor to God who's in my life, because he is, I am. If he were not, then I would not be. But we thank God that he is this morning. Amen. Amen. We thank God for each and every one of you that is joining us here on Facebook, and those who will join us later as we put the sermon up on different uh venues. Um, Amen. Amen. Just a couple of housekeeping things and then we're going to also uh say them later. But the uh, fourth Sunday and the first Sunday in the fourth Sunday and the first Sunday in September. We will have our um we will have our worship service virtual um, because you are Pastor is going to try to take a little bit of a break and vacation. Um, we don't know how much of a break or vacation it will be because we have to attend two funerals this week in the northeast. We're asking to keep the family of my former professor, my preteen uh, teacher, mentor, and uh, my first professor. Uh, Dr. Marion J. Franklin, Jr. Uh, He went home to be with the Lord on on Tuesday and so we're asking that you keep uh, him and the First Baptist Church of Watts Hall family in your prayers on this morning and we will be traveling uh, heading up that way uh, this afternoon or first thing uh, tomorrow morning, depending on how uh, the weather holds. Then we're asking that you keep Sister Yolanda Bellamy uh, in your prayers as uh, their Father transition on Thursday morning, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. So we're asking that you keep them in your prayers, Amen, Amen. And then we ask for prayers for uh, 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 asking prayers for uh, the Jennings uh, family, uh, the Orangeburg um, uh, sister by the Jennings. Her father is in the hospital, and so we are seeking uh, your prayers uh, for him as well. Um, and so we are asking that you keep all these people in prayers and in asking certainly for, uh, asking certainly for, um, it's kind of an emotional morning for me, asking certainly for prayers for, uh, for myself traveling mercy. Uh, for myself um, as we are trying to uh, do the best we can to serve uh, people of God in any way that we can. And so we're asking uh, your prayers um, on all of these matters. Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, we just want to make sure that we invite a few other people in to let them know that we are on the air. Uh, amen. Amen. Thank God for each and every one of you uh, watching. Jones, Felicia, uh, Sister Daxler, God bless you, Heaven a smile on you, uh, we thank God that Sister Daxler has recovered and that she is home out of the hospital and recovering well, amen. And we thank God that prayer works, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, Man, bless the Lord, Amen. For those of you who have your Bibles with you, if you would be so kind as to turn with me to the eleventh chapter of John Gospel, and there, just reading from the B clause rather the C clause, the last sentence: "The Master is here and is." Calling you. The master is here and is calling you. You have a you have a good morning, Sister Master. You have a felt like or without an actual call being made that there was someone with whom you needed to speak or see or connect something down inside of you we we tell people all the time i was thinking about you and so i called you a lot of times we don't make that call but i want to talk to you this morning from the fork, summoned by love. Summoned by love. Pray with me if you will. God eternal and wise, here now stands the unlearned son of sharecroppers and I need you now, Lord, more than I've ever needed you before. I am weary, wounded, and warm. I come to this Sinai place in this Sinai moment, alone, abandoned, and assaulted. I come, God, with a heart that's heavy this morning and a mind that is confused. And I come, Lord, with a spirit that is perplexed. And even with all of that, God, thou refuses to relieve me of this beautiful burden, this agonizingly awesome task to preach your gospel. And all I have this morning, God, is Judah. I don't have any eloquent speech. My vocabulary has forsaken me, and my strength is all but God. And yet you summon you. The man, I dare say, you put out a warrant that I be here. And so in spite of my afflictions and in spite of the agony my assailants has caused me, I am. I'm here now, God. And if you would just give me a small portion of grace, when I'm done with it, I'll give it back. And if for a little while, you would let me borrow my preaching voice. When I'm done now, put it back. And then master, I have one request of thee: That if after this exercise now has no more use for me, let me rest with my ancestors. Let me hear the voice of my forefathers and foremothers one more time and again. For God, if I should sleep, I have no father to avenge me or no son. If I were to die, God, I have no mother nor daughter to mourn for me and so lord when this exercise is over and i bury my sword in the sand to study war no more, and more. Be thou my strength and my redeeming and guide me safely home if thou hast no more use of me. This is your servant's humble prayer this hour. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. It is an amazing scene. Jesus at death. The story is intriguing because it seems as if he showed up too late. But I tell you, whenever he shows up. He has a tendency. Sister Massey to show up. But Mother Davis. At the New Mount Olive period Baptist Church. Declares that he is. An on time God. He might not come when you call. I feel all right. But he's always right on time. Uh, they had sent for Jesus. They had some in him days prior and he had ignored their son he had informed them that what they were summoning him about was not as significant as they thought it was they, they had been summoning him pray with me now I want I to be for you, let me because their loved one they summoned Jesus because somebody they loved was sick now. Dr. Franklin, I hope I do you justice this morning. And he laid in the throes of death. And even with death being imminent and death coming to surrogates, arrest warrant upon their brother. Jesus declared that uh, the sickness is not unto death. And now four days later, he has the unmitigated goal and the audacity. I like that word audacity. I don't use it enough. The audacity to show up and ask. Where have you put? It? He has the unmitigated goal to summon family, not go to their home, but make his way straight to the graveyard. He didn't go inside the city, but make his way to the graveyard. And when he got there, when it had been heard, heard, Martha's love for Lazarus and Martha's love for Jesus had summoned her. She could not sit still. You you know, when, like me, when we first hear of death, he even told when he heard his children was dead, he he got up and started moving. Death has a way of, I, I feel all right now. Death requires that we move, that we talk, that we speak, that, that, that something happens because uh, of the one whom we love death when it summons somebody. It, it requires our love requires that we try to do something, that we try to be near to those whom also love that way got up and she made her way to Jesus. And, and, and she told him, have you been here? My brother would not have. that and Jesus had the tenacity, I like that word too, the tenacious spirit and words that ask her, "Does thou believe that I am the resurrection, the truth, of, does thou believe your brother shall live again? And she answered, yes, I believe in the resurrection. And Jesus declares that I am the resurrection. I am the truth. I am life itself. That is why Jesus did not attend funerals because he was life and and life and death have no place. They me only in passing. Uh, He stayed outside of the city and he he had the braveness, because he had the power to back his words up. Your brother, shine, live again. Uh, Jesus speaking with such confidence of the outcome, Martha left Jesus and returned and informed Mary that Jesus has spoke to her. But if you examine the text, Jesus never asked where Mary is. And yet Martha says something strange to When she gets back home, she says, "Uh, Mary, the master calleth thee. He's come and he calleth with thee. Uh, The text says that after she spoke this, Mary got up. Uh, You have to understand that uh, Mary was frozen. She was frozen by her fears that now that the oldest male in her family was dead, that in that time she would have to become a prostitute. It was the lowest form of and possibly the only form of gaining income that would have Next she was frozen by her feelings. She felt something for Lazarus, her brother, and her feelings for her sister. She, she felt something for Uh, Her sister, maybe she thought more about how this would impact her sister, having to now sell themselves. You ever heard something that you felt, something about somebody you felt so deeply about that, when you heard the news, it shocked you, it it froze you. She was frozen by the family tie between a brother and a sister, now being broken. I tell you, she had in trouble but, but But now Martha has told her the master has come. i, 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 I stopped stop by to tell somebody the master has come. And he called it. But again, there is this problem in the text that Jesus never really called her with words. There are these stories. There are these stories of, of, of parents of the love between parents and children—that when a child is in trouble, a mother who loves that child, or a father who loves that child, with every ounce of them can sense it, without having to pick up a phone call—is is somehow capable of finding their way to that child, whether he's been hit by a car, behind prison bars, or in a hospital, without talking to anybody. The God of their love for that child draws them to where that child is because they are serving the God of might. They are serving to the side of that child by their love for that child or, or a child gets up and is disturbed in the middle of the night or disturbed in the middle of the day, and, and something summons them to the household of a mother, or a father. to the best side of a mother or a father. Is it, is it? See, love has a weight. <laughs> see, 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 love doesn't just call us. The summons is a stronger word than love. A summons means you got to answer. But when you get a court summons, it means you got to show up. Cause if you don't show up, then they put out something stronger called a war. Love has a way. Love has a way, Sister Williams, of summoning us, of telling us that we we got to go. It, it tells us that no matter what else is going on, you got to put all of that aside and you got to show up. We call people all the time, but we have no power to make them come. But, 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 but the love of Christ not just calls her, but it summons her. She uh, she she now had been fought out by hope. She she now has been fought out by faith. She now has been fought out by belief. And so she was no longer frozen because love, when it summons us, has a way. I feel all right of unfreezing us, and causing us to come. A judge summons and then can force us to come by issuing bench warrants. He has the power and the authority to make you come, or to send someone to bring you. This is what Paul tells the church in Corinth, the love of Christ constraineth them. In other words, Christ's love has the power that when it calls, He comes down at the old church. They used to sing the song: "When He calls, my God, I'm like, ah, I will answer." Now here He is, calling by His very presence, Mary and Martha. And the community to his son. I wish I wish this morning that somebody understood that Christ has come and he called it. He, he, he comes and he summons us. He he summons us to be better than what we are. He summons us to love our neighbors as ourselves. He summons us to pick up the downtrodden. He, he summons us to feed the hungry, clothe the naked. He summons us to bear the burdens of and the infirmities of the weak. He, he, he summons us. He summons us to take action. I'm gonna leave you alone. But there are three ways that Christ summons many ways plainly personal personally plainly and purposely uh, see first he sends and summons us personally this summons from jesus is carried by Martha was directly to me the master God, Jesus doesn't expect you to come at his call to me. Nor does he expect me to come at his call to you. Many were in my house, but but, 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 but see the summons was to me. In other words, that, that Christ's call to you is unique. It is different than his call to me what well, I know when I first started uh doing this church starting this church and getting this building everybody was calling me telling me what their cousin their brother their uncle their aunt their mother and father did and, and they got insulted when I told them but that ain't what Christ called me to do I, I know you think you giving me good advice but what you're telling me to do ain't what God told me to do. And I stop by to tell somebody that when Christ summons you personally, it is a unique summons and, 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 and you got to do what God tells you to do. Why is our summons unique? We are unique in our creation. Even twins, there are no two people exactly alike. There is not another exactly like you anywhere. The prosecutors in the O.J. Simpson trial built their case on the fact that there are no two people exactly alike. Even identical twins have their differences. Not only that, but we are unique in our circumstances. Our circumstances Our circumstances can only be the same if we occupy the same time in the same space. Circumstances are factors, they are determining factors connected with an act, event, or a condition. My circumstances are different from yours and yours are different from mine. You should not be disturbed at me if my prayers are somewhat longer than your prayers. And no am I disturbed at you if your prayers are somewhat longer or shorter than my prayers. After all, God may have brought me through more difficulties than you or brought you through more difficult circumstances than me. But at the same time, you are not to be mad at me if I praise him a little longer than you praise him. You are not to be mad at me if I dance a little longer than somebody else's dance. You are not to be mad if you shout, somebody shout hallelujah a little longer than you, then vice versa, because you don't know the God of mine. Like I know. <laughs> what the Lord, I wish I, wish, I wish I was an old-fashioned kind of they'd be run around like that You don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. You you don't know where he's bought me from. When I look back over my wife and I see where God has bought me from, you can't determine your dance by where God has brought me, and my dance ain't determined by where God has brought you from. All I know is that Grandmother said He brought me from a mighty long way. Well, he brought me through the hills, and He brought me through the valleys. He brought me through rivers and through streams. And you don't know like I know what. I wish I was in the praying church. And then we are unique in our calling. God calls us all for a unique purpose. You can't do my job and I can't do yours. Elijah, in the time of Ahab, prayed, and the windows of heaven were shut and no rain came. Notice, if you will, Elijah's statement to Ahab as the Lord God giveth, as the Lord God liveth before whom I stand, there shall be. Not do nor rain in these years, but according to my word. None other than Elijah could have spoken. Open the windows of heaven. This was his work, and only he could perform. Well, see 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 There's something that God wants you to do that that only you can do. There's some place that God wants you to go, but That only you can go there. there, There's a hand that God wants you to hold that only you can hold it the right way. There's somebody that God wants you to love and help that only you can help them and change their circumstances and their conditions. I I wish that somebody was praying with me. I'm almost done. But But then, but then, but then, but then, but then, but then, beloved Jesus, Summons us cleanly. There is no question as to Christ's summons. His summons is easily recognized. He is not one to confuse our minds or to terrify the spirit. Watch this. When he summons, his summons are not threatened. God speaks to men and women in a still quiet voice. The songwriter says his voice is so sweet. The birds hush their sea. Jesus does not tease us in his songs. He does not dangle promises in our face which he cannot fulfill. Men dangle their promises to manipulate our behavior, but, but not so with God. God in Christ does not dangle parents before us. He he does not summon us for foolishness. His, his summons is filled with promises. Listen, listen to what he says in Matthew 11:28. and 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and our heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. I I tell you his summons his his summons declares that he'll be our burden bearer and our heavy load sharer. His his summons declares that he'll be our rock, our sword and our shield. His summons declares that he'll be of battle acts. Good God Almighty in a time of battle. His, his summons declares that uh he will be shelter in a time of storm. His, his summons declares that uh while we were yet sinners, he died. That uh we might have the right, good God Almighty. I feel like right now. <laughs> to the tree of life. His, his summons is not empty, but his summons is filled with. Uh, a promise. Listen to what Paul says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so his love summons us. And then Jesus' is summons are not tempted. God does not tempt us to evil, but the scripture says we are drawn away from our own lusts, And then finally, we love He summons us purposely. Jesus summons us personally. Purpose. Every person that God calls has a purpose. He summons us away from the world. Uh, Sister Felicia, he Often does so to remove us from the world of God. Uh, he sent Martha, the son of Mary, to his son. Uh, to remove her from the surrounding doubt of the cross. Uh, so that uh, the resurrection, uh, the miracle of the resurrection could be performed. Christians are too much under the influence of the world. Because our faith coexists with God. We do not witness the promises made by God. Because our faith is sitting next to God. Our belief is coupled with unbelief. Uh, and so fear dogs us all day long. And Jesus' love for us a field of preaching voice. Jesus' love for us summons us to his bleeding son. While uh, his summons alerts us to his presence, he has to alert Mary that uh, I am here and I'm present now. For in his presence, we know the power of his provision and his protection. Why uh, in his presence, David said, uh, in his presence, mm, I shall not want. In his presence, mm, shut up. In his presence, when I'm sick and can't get well, uh, his healing in the hymn of His garden <laughs> Good God, I'm out of there. I, I want to be in His presence when this life is over. When I sung my last song, when I prayed my last prayer, when I when I reached my last sermon, I want to be in His presence. But not only that, but uh, His summons—he summons us to acknowledge that He is Lord of lords. The miracle of the resurrection can only be worked where it was recognized who he was. But Mary and Martha being the ones asking, needed the faith as to who he was. Mary, upon first meeting, Jesus said, I believe that thou art the Christ. We believe this morning that uh, he is the Christ, the Son of the living God. This summons by Christ to Mary would bring her to the same assurance. That I believe that that art the Christ. And, and in that, uh, the God Almighty, and and in that faith of Mary and Martha, Jesus raised Lazarus. And I stopped by to tell somebody that uh, in his presence is everything that we need. In his presence is all of the hope that we need. In his presence is all of the faith that we need. In his presence is all of the joy that we need. For his love summons us to a better place. His his love summons us, Sister Brown, to a better life. His his love summons us to a better joy. His his love summons us to a better hope. God Almighty, can't you see him standing in front of Lazarus too? (laughs) Lazarus, come forward and his voice went through time and eternity. And Lazarus had to answer because Jesus' love for him summoned him. His, his love summons us beyond the graveyard of our history. His, his love summons us beyond the dead relationships. His love summons us beyond the dead faith. His love summons us beyond dead hope. His love summons us no matter where we are, no matter who we are. No matter what we are, his love summons us, Sister Johnson, in spite of our faults and our flaws. His love summons us to God Almighty, in spite of our downfallings, in spite of the past that we used to have. His love summons us to a better present and a brighter future. His love summons us to the glory after this. Watch this now. Death had served its horn on Lazarus. That had the right to the body of Lazarus because of all men born of woman of a few days, and that had the right to claim Lazarus, but only if you ever had a warrant, you know the only person who can rescind the warrant is the judge who wrote the warrant, And, and so here was Jesus canceling, here was the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, God in the second person of the Trinity saying, I'm going to cancel the death warrant. I, I'm going to cancel warrant, death's warrant over your life. I stopped by to tell somebody that God has canceled the warrant that death had on you. You woke up this morning because of death stood by you and was about to serve a warrant. And, and Jesus loves summoning you to get up this morning and told death to cancel its warrant. It, it told heartache to cancel its warrant. It told bad relationships to cancel its warrant told sickness and disease, I'm canceling your warrant. And, and so the rest warrant that was out for your life, Jesus' Lord summoned you. Jesus' Lord told them that they had to take back their warrant. Ain't he all right this morning? Any all right this morning? I'm so glad that this morning that, uh, when death came to serve a warrant. The righteous judge. Look, beyond my faults, he saw my needs, and he canceled death's warrant. Amen. Amen. And amen. God bless you. Heaven smile on you. May the peace of God be with you. And whatever God's love in Christ Jesus is summoning you to do, know that he is summoning you to greater. He's summoning you to that. He's summoning you to more. And at the same time that he is serving you this summer. He's canceling the warrant on death. He's canceling the warrant on pain. He's he's canceling the warrant on hurting. He's canceling the warrant on the stigma of divorce. He's canceling the warrant on the stigma of having children outside of wedlock. He is canceling all warrants against your character, against your person. And so at the same time, his love summons us in our graveyard situation, It is also canceling the war. It is also canceling the doubt. It is also canceling the fear. It is also canceling, Sister Karen's the pain. It's canceling the effects of childhood abuse and neglect. It is canceling the effects of a terrible relationship with mother and father. It is canceling mommy and daddy issues. For if any man be in Christ Jesus or woman, you are a new creature. Old things have passed away. So that means he's canceled the old And behold. (laughs) All things. All things. Become new. In the mighty, and mighty name of Max's name, Lord and Savior Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Our trifold prayer as for the gifts and the givers, it is giving time for those on our sick and shut in and bereavement and our prayer of this let us pray. God, wise and eternal, we thank you. We thank you that you canceled the warrant of poverty and the warrant of lack that was on our life. We thank you, Father God, that you summoned us to prosperity and to peace. We thank you, God, that you summoned us to new things, to new power. We thank you, God, that the givers, you are summoning them to new blessings. That you are summoning them to a new bounty and new abundance. So now God, as they give their gifts, we ask that you continue to summon the greater for them. That you summon new homes and new cars and new jobs and new streams of income for them and new promotions. We we ask that you summon them to promotion and new careers. Summon them to raises and higher and a better standard of living and income. Then, God, let those of us who are asking for the gifts be wise stewards of these gifts. Let us use them with wisdom and knowledge and understanding that the gifts will go towards the ministry being able to summon men and women in your name to come do the work of Christ. To come help build in this building kingdom of God. Now, God, we pray for those on our bereavement, the Franklin family, the Bellamy family. We pray, God, that you would comfort them, that you would summon them to comfort, that you would summon them to peace, that you would summon them to joy, that you would summon them to the hope that is found in the resurrection. We we ask that your love summon them And keep them close to thy bleeding side. But all others on earth have abandoned them. We pray that you summon them to joy. Then God, we are praying that you summon Brother Jennings to heal. To restoration. We pray that you summon his family to understanding. We pray, Father God, that you summon just as you did for Sister Daniel, summon them to hold us. And now, God, as we depart from this place, but never ever your presence, I ask that you bid us these things that you lead us with love, that you guide us with grace, that you manage our ways with mercy, that you follow us with forgiveness for our faults, our fallings, and our frailties. But most of all, God, but most of all, God, but most of all, you fill us with the faith that when you summon us, when we are summoned by love, we will surrender our spirit and put them into your hands. Then, God, finally we ask for tribal mercies for the preacher and church, to be able to pray for, stand with, and be by the side. Of those who are sick and in, as well as those who are wounded. we thank you we thank you we thank you for your gifts and your gift in christ jesus name be blessed. amen 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 god bless